We're your hosts, Alexa and Melissa. Thanks for joining us. Hello, listeners. Thank you once again for joining Midwest Mamas. You are in for a treat today because we had the opportunity to chat with sisters Gretchen and Heidi, who started Who's Your Sister? They have an amazing eye for all things vintage and are able to put all the pieces together to help accent your decor for your home. I am always looking for ways to make my house look chic and bold, and Who's Your Sister has so much to offer for those like me who need a little extra guidance when it comes to decorating. Heidi and Gretchen have some great ideas for this coming spring for sprucing up your home. We hope you enjoy this conversation and make sure to check out their pop-up shops coming soon near you in the next couple of weeks. Enjoy. All right. Hello, everybody, and thank you so much for joining in. We are so excited. Today we have with us the Hoosier sisters, Heidi and Gretchen. Can you say hi, ladies? Hi Hi there. Hi. All right. And so for our listeners who don't know much about you ladies yet, can you each share just a little bit about your background just individually and just a brief intro to you guys? Sure. No problem. So this is Heidi. Um, So basically, we started our business about six and a half years ago, um, officially, and starting back with just kind of our interest in home decor and design, um, I think both Gretchen and I were interested in design when we were growing up and um, just like to redecorate our rooms and do fun things like that. And that, you know, we get our sororities, you know, making our sorority rooms look pretty with well, I just want to interject. This is Gretchen already. I'm interjecting her. So, <laughs> so what we uh, our we always redid our rooms every year. And what our mom would do for us is she would buy us the paint or or wallpaper or whatever it was, and um, a comforter. And oh, so she would have us. I mean, we sponge painted. We did the borders. I mean, this is the '80s, right? So we did. Yeah. You know, all that fun stuff, and she would always make us do it on our own. So we um, we both enjoyed doing that since we were younger. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and did you have your own room, or did you share? No. Um, we, well, we did share when we were really little. Okay. We had matching twin bed comforters and strawberry shortcake and all that good stuff way oh. back in the day. <laughs> yeah. But, no, when we were in high school, we didn't share. But that's kind of where we kind of got our start in our own styles and whatnot. And then um, as we got older, you know, starting to decorate your apartment and your home. And, and this is Heidi again, my background um, in terms of my work life with design, I had a photography business for about six years. Oh, okay. Yeah, And I did that and I loved it. And then after that, I worked with a company that did reclaimed hardwood flooring, um, not just flooring, but reclaimed, reclaimed wood from barns. And then we'd take that wood and make flooring and furniture and home design and beams and all sorts of really cool stuff. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So I was able to get in a lot of barns and do some, that started kind of the picking part of it. Um, And then um, Gretchen actually lived in California at the time. And we'd like to go out and when I'd visit her in California, we'd go to the cool flea markets. Like, I don't know if you guys know about like the Long Beach flea market or the Rose Bowl flea market in Pasadena. The Rose Bowl one is huge and it's probably oh. the famous ones like like the flea market flip shows and all those, they like do it out of the Rose Bowl. Okay. And yeah. We would go to those types of things and I'd ship back or bring back obnoxiously huge antiques from California. <laughs> um, She'd be like, look at this deal and then pay you know, $200 yeah, in shipping. For real. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, yeah, big thing. 
And so, anyway, so we did that for a while, and then Gretchen's family had the opportunity to move back here to Indiana. So it'll be seven years in the fall. Yeah, and literally, we decided while she was moving here that we wanted to do something along these lines. And the day she moved here, we actually took possession of a space in um, Midland Antiques in downtown Indy, and we started there. So we set up a little booth. It was probably... I don't even know, 10 by 15 feet wide, maybe, maybe not even that big and staged that. And when we got our first paycheck from Midland Antiques, man, we were ecstatic. <laughs> we two weeks buying. We went all over Indiana. We were super excited and we were pulling stuff from our own house. Oh, it was film. crazy because we had two weeks before we had to have it all set. Okay. Mind you, two weeks from the day she moved here. And, oh um, so we were filling it up, and I think our first check for Midland was like $280 or something. Yeah. But we're like, people like what we picked. Yeah. <laughs> we're so excited. So it started there, and we were at Midland for maybe a year. Maybe a year. Um, we also set up another shop down in Franklin, Indiana, and we were juggling those two. And then we just decided um, while we like – I mean, we love shopping Midland Antique Market downtown Indy. If anybody – wants a good place to go, we always send them down there. But what we realized very quickly was in terms of a business model, you can yeah. set up an antique shop in that type of environment and maybe have a hundred people see your stuff in like a week or two, depending on with the traffic that they're bringing into yeah. their antique mall, as right. opposed to if you do a show or something on your own, you could have thousands of people see you in two or three days. And so we shifted our business model and left the antique markets and went into the show model where, so then we've been doing that the past five and a half years where we um, set up at shows all around the country. Typically big shows right now we're doing only like only three day big shows. Um, and we love that venue because we can reach so many people in a very short amount of time from different parts of the country. And then it also yeah people back to our website and then they can buy products from us online um and sometimes frankly gretchen and i don't mind leaving for a little bit yeah yeah and you know mind you our lives can be really hectic when in those seasons but um because i have three boys uh 10 12 and 14 a husband and two dogs Ooh. and tidy well, when we were doing this at the height of it, I had three, yeah. same thing, three kids at home, husband who also travels for a living, dog, same thing, like, you know, juggling it all. Yeah. yeah. So we've shifted now into a different type of business model where we're doing fewer shows and then these, these great pop-ups at Clay Terrace. So um, that's kind of our new, we did that last year and it was super successful and um, launched the design business. And so it's kind of evolved into where we are today and it's been really exciting. Yeah. So when you first started and you decided to get this started right when you moved back uh, to Indy, did you have other jobs on the, that you were doing other than this or you just put all everything into who's your sister and got your first yeah. pet check? Yeah. <laughs> that big one. Yeah. Were yeah. The, actually. Oh, boy. <laughs> this, is, this is Gretchen. So yeah. we, um, I was a stay-at-home mom. Okay. Um and we actually moved from my husband's from Long Beach, California. So when and Heidi and I are from Kokomo, Indiana. So when we wanted to be back here to raise our kids, and when we moved, we moved without a job. So James didn't. My husband James didn't have a job. 
We lived with Heidi, so all of us lived together. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. That's a lot of bullying. I say two months. Her husband says, like, five. Like, But it was, <laughs> I mean, it was literally, like, two months. But um, so I was a stay-at-home mom, and Heidi had dabbled in just in some entrepreneurship with the photography business, and then um, and then did the Barnwood sales. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I don't think you were doing anything at the time that we started. Actually, I was. I just got my real estate license. Oh, that's right. Oh. Yeah. I'd always had a passion for real estate as well, and so I got my real estate license, and I literally got licensed right before Gretchen bought her house. Her house. Oh, I forgot that. Yeah. Was my first um, transaction, but what I learned oh. very quickly was, uh, you can't be a realtor and do what we do at the same time. Like. Yeah. There are only so many hours in the day, and you really, if you're going to do anything well, you got to do it 100%, and I just couldn't do it both, so. Well, and I think, too, what, yeah. I mean, it was obviously fun and didn't take up that much time when we were at Midland, and, yeah. you know, it was just something fun for us to do, and now it is, I mean, as anybody knows who start, owns their own business, or it's more than full-time. There is never a time when you're not working, never a time you don't have an email to answer or a text to answer or... Um, you know, the next thing that you're thinking of, the next big thing, the next, where can we, how can we grow our business every year? What can we do different? Yeah. Well, and speaking of that, like, how do you grow your business? That's a, our friend Devin, she wanted to know that for mm-hmm. you girls. Like, yeah. how did you grow this business? You know, like from being like, oh, we think this would be fun. Like, let's right. try this into like, yeah. do you have some tips like, or maybe like, something failed and you're like, well, that was not a great idea for this or. Good question. You know, we, and it's funny too, because when we travel and we meet so many amazing people and I think one of the top. So many talented. Yeah. It's just. Yeah. For sure. The the other vendors that we work with are amazingly talented, but I think um, when we have custom, we have a lot of customers who say to us like, wow, you must be living your dream. Like this is my dream. Like people say that to us a lot. Like I wish I could do this. And yeah, and our answer back to them is you can. It's just a lot of work. Like what you see when you walk into a shop, you know, that's the end product of all the stuff you do to get to that. That's the fun stuff. That's <laughs> yeah. yeah. Eating customers and selling yeah. stuff and helping them design spaces. That's the glory. Like that's what we do it for. And that's super fun. But it's all the stuff that takes you to get to that. Um, you know, I think it's really a product of constantly trying new things we try i think one of the biggest things if you talk to any um home decor dealer who does something like what we do is you have to it's trial and error like yeah. we've done shows and this is the this is the truth okay so put it on us shows, <laughs> so you have to try and do different events and you know you might try one and you do fantastic and then you do another one and you fall flat on your face and it's either is it that the customers don't like what you brought your prices aren't right um, you, it's too hot. It's too hot. Yeah. Or people are uncomfortable hot. or, or, you know, or whatever the, what might be the fun. Yeah. But what we have this, and it's very unpredictable. And I wish I could say to anyone who is thinking about doing this, that if you follow X, Y, and Z, you're going to end up with, you know, a, a thriving business. Right. But, um, what has happened to us in the past is we did a show. Oh, maybe, I don't know. It's happened twice. One show was our best show to date in our entire business. Okay. That was in March. Okay. We did the same show five months later, worst show in the history of our business. Same exact <laughs> event, same location, five months difference. 
that I mean to be from epically fantastic to epically horrible fame yeah. and wow. so when things like that happen you have to you know of course you look at all the different factors again you know was it the stuff we brought is it that they didn't bring enough people to the event um it just runs the gamut and so right. you might I've, I've blocked those shows out. I'm like, what show is she talking about? I've blocked it out. You have, I mean, it, it's like to me, you say, I can't do this again, because it's almost like going to Vegas and putting it all on red. Yeah. Like, and letting it ride, because, I mean, like with this pop-up shop we're about to do, you know, we invest a lot of money and time to provide the products and the services and the event and all those things. And it's this big question mark at the end of it. Will people show up and will they like what you have? You know, will right. it be received well? And you really just don't know. Like we do our, feel like we do our research and look what's on trend and, you know, we travel and talk to other people and we're trying to pay attention all the time to what's the next thing or what, how can we help people incorporate things correctly in their home and what's a new fresh idea. But yeah. sometimes there are products that we sell out of and sometimes the end of the year we're like, well, that one didn't work. <laughs> Yeah. So, so going to Goodwill. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll be well, your Goodwill if yeah. you have leftovers. <laughs> friend the other day. Just make, had it. just make a Midwest Mama's pile. Yeah. yeah. Take it. friends just said that the other day. We had it's Christmas stuff left over, and she said, "Well, just bring it to my house and do do my stuff." We're like, "No, we'll keep it for next year. Yeah. Change the way it looks." And, yeah. 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 Sell it. Yeah. So, you know, if, if someone is interested in doing this, I think absolutely, you know, if you have the desire and you work hard and you are, you know, it's just about working hard. And yeah. I think the number one thing, too, people ask is, where do you find your stuff? Yeah. Yes. And I like, I'll let this is Heidi, I've been talking a lot. I'm going to let Gretchen answer that, but um, there's lots of answers to that. Yeah. So, you know. Do you guys want to ask us questions, or should we just keep talking? No, that was a question that someone had asked, so please go. Okay, we could could talk forever on this. So we, um, when we first started, you know, all the stuff was true antiques, and a lot of shows that we do require true antiques. Some require 10% 10%, um, market goods, like stuff that you can buy from Pottery Barn or wherever, yeah. Yeah. but, you know, most of it is, so it's either 100% antiques or 90% antiques. And so how we, you know, when we first started, it was, we were scouring Goodwills and estate sales and flea markets. And auctions. And auctions. Yeah. And um, while that's great and it's fun, it's. Very time consuming. Very. I was just going to say that sounds really time consuming. It really is. I mean, and you can. And especially, you know, having we, you know, each have three boys at the time um, at home, you know, and mine were little and Heidi's were busy. Busy middle middle schoolers. Yeah. So um, auctions were like, we were like, how can I mean, and then we could sit there all day and be outbid the entire time. Right. So have you guys ever been to an auction? No, I haven't. I haven't. Yeah. It's very thrilling for the first hour. (laughs) (laughs) And then you're being tortured slowly because there might be those two things that you've seen that you want and you may have to wait no joke like six hours until the auctioneer brings that those things up oh, wow then you may have waited that entire time and then you get outbid right right yeah, yeah. or you might be so desperate that you spend way too much money on it because you've yeah. waited um, and then they're talking so fast you're like oh dear god could i just buy that for whatever <laughs> Yes. And they <laughs> so a couple times. And then you're and then you know, everyone around you's like, Yeah, yeah you did. did. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so yeah, so 
basically then, so we started going to um, and one of these auctions down in southern Indiana, and that is primarily Amish. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would say it's gosh, 95% Amish men. Yeah. And oh. maybe 3% uh, wives. <laughs> no, yeah. 3%, yeah, 3%. And then 2% women buyers. Is that people? Yeah, maybe, yeah. Um, so basically, you know, it was Heidi and I with our backpack and our little sign or whatever. <laughs> and... <laughs> And everybody's staring at you. You can imagine. Yeah. We kind of stood out. Like, move over, buggies. Yeah. We should tell tell the the pregnant story. That's my favorite one. Okay. So, anyway, so we're, so, you know, these, so anyway, we were buying and and talking to, you know, we started talking to these Amish guys and, um, networking. Yeah. Yeah. Networking and making connections. And, um, we just, um, we're lucky enough to start talking to a guy who um, lives in northern Indiana, and he said, hey, you know what, I have, I do this out of my home, and come on up, and we found him, and then, he, you know, after you establish a relationship with him for a couple of years, then they're like, hey, you know what, I've got an uncle who do- lives down the street who does the same thing. Yeah. You go to two guys, you do them for a couple of years together, and then they're like, you build the trust with them. And then they're like, hey, you know what? I've got a cousin who lives on the same thing. Yeah. And, and it's like they don't – they're not giving that information unless they know you as a, as a person, right. as that relationship is built. I mean, we know their families. They know our families. Um, yeah. And it is truly – we've taken our, our kids up there to see them. Um, wow. It's been a really fascinating experience, yeah. truly, to be – um, able to do business within that community and learn about this whole other lifestyle that exists while we are talking on Skype. You know what I mean? Right. right. Like, um, and it's fascinating and they're very genuine um, people and their kids are fantastic. Um, but they're businessmen for, for sure. Like that's their yeah. life, you know, how they provide for their families. And they are primarily antique dealers. Yeah, they like, do that for a living. Um, yeah. I just a couple of them do farming on the side, but other than that, um, or chickens or sheep or whatever. But um, most of them are, I always say, you know, just jokingly, Amish sharks. Like they are, <laughs> they are so sweet and so caring. But they know what their stuff the value. Is, they know yeah. what their stuff is valued. Yeah, they can go to auctions and sell it. And then they also have other people like us come to their homes and their barns that are filled with other antiques. dealers. Mm-hmm. And and buy from them. So that's primarily, and we also have some other guys, you know, throughout Indiana and throughout um, different parts of the country that um, we have a watermelon farmer that we have in southern Indiana that sells antiques. And we found him literally by just driving by and noticing that he had a bunch of junk outside of his house. And turns out he's a picker. Yeah. He does it for a while. Oh. So it's, and we've done, we've had some crazy stories of just when we first started we went, what's the name of the town where John lives? Oh, Fortville. Fortville. Okay, so one time okay. our parents were out, like, because, you know, here we are two women just, like, driving along when we were first starting trying to find what we were going to oh, buy. Oh, but we were like, oh, we're going to be like American Pickers. Oh, yeah. We're, we're like, going to do it. Up the camera crew. We're here we go. It. Okay. <laughs> so we pulled over on the side. There was this house that had stuff sitting, again, sitting outside, but it was, like, on the main drag in Fortville. I still drive by that house in London. Yeah. And so, of course, we're like, let's just go ask. And the door was open. And anyway, we walked in and the guy was, he was refinishing the house. 
and we're like, oh, well, you know, that's great. And we, but we saw you had some antiques outside. Like, would you be interested in selling them? And, and he said, well, they're my wives. I don't know. And so anyway, he's like, well, do you know the history of this house? And we were like, no, we just drove by. And anyway, uh, long story short, it had some connection to the mob back in the 20s, 30s. And he said, um, he said, and look down here. He's like, come here, come look at this. And well, they like, used to gamble. Like, they would yeah. come from Chicago. Come down here and gamble and, and drink. And they would meet people and yeah. gamble and drink and yeah. kill people. Yeah. So he goes, like, oh. <laughs> and, let's come look over here. And we were like, okay, what? And he goes, look down here. He's like, come here, look down in the basement. And we go, uh, why? And he goes, there's an embalming table down here. Oh, my gosh. In the basement. Like, come on down. We were like, um... We gotta go, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, and we have done that. We have stopped at places where we're like, you know, your your radar goes up, and we're like, yeah, yeah. yeah. we're not going in there. Or sometimes are, we go, and we're like, you go first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I look at her and I go, we might die here. Like, in case yeah. somebody needs to know, this might be the place. Oh, yeah, but this on Instagram Live, so people can find us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everybody has us on fine friends. Yeah. Just yeah, just in, in case. case. We haven't done that in a few years, but we have done it. But so those are the, those, the Amish guys and our other pickers, those are our true people that we see on a consistent basis. Yeah. We also have started in the past, like, three years, we buy things from local makers. Oh, yeah. um, not necessarily from Indiana, but one of the cool things about traveling is truly when Gretchen said we meet some of the most talented people, we really do. And the, the ah. really neat thing is, say at any, um, let's say at a typical show, wherever we are, there's going to be at least 10% of the people make things, hand make them. Yeah. And so we have also bought lots of products where we have bought things directly from makers and we become wholesale clients of theirs, um, which is great. Okay. Things you just literally can't find anywhere, and we love to do that. We've done that with um, lots of different types of jewelry. Um, we've done a leather bag company. Uh, oh. We've done pillows. We've done pillows. Even down yeah. to honey. We've had honey. Oh, from yeah, honey. Yeah. A jelly. I mean, just, just different things, yeah. just to have a, just a different flair of something that you wouldn't find in Indiana. Um, yeah. Yeah, even like cowhide koozies. I mean, who knew those were a thing? Mm-hmm. But like just crazy. Yeah, in Texas. Yeah. Oh, um, and so we're supporting other people. Right. Yeah. 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 And so we buy from them. And then in the past, like three years, we started adding new products into our into our line, which like market goods, like market goods, like Gretchen said. And um, we just did a recent trip to Atlanta Merchandise Mart in January, which was mind blowing. I mean, imagine three buildings. 15 stories high of everyone shoving their brand new product in your face, basically. I mean, it was, I mean, it was fantastic and crazy at the same time. Just, um, it was overwhelming, but we just got some killer stuff that we're super excited for, for our spring line. But anyway, we've been doing that the past couple of years and I think it's been so well received, especially like at our pop-up shops, um, where we're, you know, just mixing whatever new looks for people, um, because that's how people live. Like, I think what one of the big questions that people say to us is, like, they'll see an antique or something, and they're like, well, my house is XYZ style, and I'm not sure that fits in my decor. Yeah. And that's the reality of how people live. Like, no one lives in a house full of antiques. That's and you just, shouldn't. For sure. Yeah, it's going to look stinky. weird. It's not going to be, yeah, it's not going to be the <laughs> right mean, look. let's be real. Like, some antiques just stink. You know those houses. Yeah. Right? 
that you're like, oh, my gosh, nothing's changed here ever. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how we all live. Like we, you know, we want something authentic that adds character to a room and is a statement piece and has a story behind it. And then you might go buy your pillows from Pottery Barn or a coffee table from our house or fill in the blank, like your throw, your throw blanket from Target. And then, but you might have a really cool vintage book on your coffee table. Like it's about layering things and building your home over time. And I think that's what we're trying to give people those opportunities and options with what we collect. We call it a collection because that's truly what it is. So we'll have like spring collection, a fall collection, holiday collection, because it is us collecting different things from around the country all year long, all year long to provide ideas for people of how you can incorporate all sorts of different things into your home to your style. Um, and it's been, it's been fun. So, yeah, that is fun. So when, when did you start designing for people and like, how, how do your design services work? So we started designing for people a couple of years ago and really it started more with Christmas and holiday. So they wanted us to come in their homes and, you know, just have Christmas explode pretty much. You know, we brought in things from, you know, that we had. We, we then, we, you know, if we if we also bought new products for them, um, greenery. We've put, you know, their trees up and basically just, you know, decorated their homes top to bottom uh, for Christmas. And that still is a great, great business for us. We, you know, it's, yeah. we always say that, you know, it's our time. It's like selling ice cream in the summer. That's when people are... Decorating. They're decorating. You yeah. want your home to be cozy and yeah. um, and different. Yeah. Um, and we get that a lot, too. Like, I've put the same Christmas decorations up for the last 20 years. Like, here it is. Tell me what I need to throw away. Tell me what I need to keep. Mm-hmm. Put it somewhere different. Whatever. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah. we really started doing um, – it started with – the design business started with the Christmas decor. And then it just kind of led into, well, what do you think about designing – my den or my living room or we're now we're redesigning everybody you know whole entire entire homes um wow so and it's you know it's not just um we don't just do you know we like obviously our personal style is to incorporate antiques and stuff and some people like that and some people don't and so it's getting to know the client and whether you know some of them don't want hardly any antiques and so you know we'll help them and guide them to the look that they want and, um, you know, and shop for them and help shop for them and help design things for them. And it's kind it's really becoming very busy where we're having to, we're having to schedule out and, and turn people down because we just can't do the who's your sister part where we'll yeah. do the pop-up shops and do the design. So, I mean, it's obviously a good problem to have. It's, I was going to say, yeah, that's a good problem. Yeah. Yeah. And I think what makes it unique, because, I mean, honestly, I don't know of any other business that operates this way, is that we're almost like a mobile store. Yeah. So what we do is we will literally bring, like, we'll come and meet you and come to your home and kind of get an idea of your style and what you'd like us to do. Say it's redoing a, a room or re-merchandising your bookcases or showcasing new pro- things you have in your home. And then we'll go back to our you know, inventory and start pulling things from what we sell 
and then we'll come to your house. We kind of lay it all out, and we'll kind of have them come out and look at the product. Like in your driveway, right? Like, literally. Like, we'll put it outside or we're inside if it's cold out and say, okay, here's some things that we think would look great in your home. Tell us, like, what you're drawn to. Like, what here is something that you would like? And so we'll start bringing things in, and as we bring our stuff in and re kind of showcase things in their home, then we take different things from different parts of their home, restyle it, bringing in some of our products, and then that goes from that level to, okay, well, now we think, you know, there's a really cool coffee table at Restoration Hardware that would look great right here. Okay, let's talk about how we can order that for you. Or, okay, you know, a sofa here with a couple club chairs right here would be great. Okay, let's go to this other store, and we'll go meet you there, and we're going to look for those pieces, and here's the sizes and the fabrics you know, here's the color of the hardwood floor we think you should do. So, I mean, it literally goes from here's products we're bringing in from our own Who's Your Sister collection to we're going to help you redo whatever that might be in your home with other companies all over, whether it be furniture, carpet, flooring, paint, the whole gamut. So yeah. it's been really fun to meet. That and these, fun. And they're all becoming our friends, which mm-hmm. has been really fun mm-hmm. to get to know these women and become a part of their lives because most of the jobs – you know, over a, you know, a long time period. So, and I think one thing that is, is, I think it's fun for both of us is, you know, when we go over there for the initial talk and we're, you know, trying to figure things out and getting to know the person and getting to know what they want and they'll start pulling out, you know, I think we, we ask pretty questions, pretty good questions that draw, uh, draw things out. Like, um, you know, things they want to still incorporate into their family or collections Mm -hmm. that they Mm -hmm. have that, grandma gave them but they've never known where to put them oh, okay or, you know like this or beautiful china that they've hidden in a, a in a buffet for 30 yeah. years because they didn't know what to do with yeah you know and that yeah. they don't even realize that those things are as gold i mean when yeah. we find that we're like we're like you had that hidden what is going on <laughs> yeah. yeah and on the same vein too yeah. i think what sometimes what happens too is they just need someone to tell them what to get rid of yeah and well, we all need that. I we, think oh, we, for all sure. we do. We all do that. And and I think sometimes we, you know, you just have to create a healthy environment where we can say, OK, I think this is time for this to go because this is what you're looking to do. And this thing should move on and give it to someone else. Like so we help people maybe make those choices that they just have had a hard time making for themselves. Yeah. Um, yeah which we all need. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it's been really fun. I can use that right now. Yeah, me too. I know. (laughs) Feels good, and it feels good. It does feel good. Very liberating. Well, especially now because the design trends are very clean, very clean, very minimalist. Yeah. You know, less color. Yeah, clean lines. Yeah. Which which is refreshing. Very refreshing. Yeah. Especially coming into spring. Yeah. Um. So you know, and I think another fun thing about the design stuff too is. Since we do travel the country and we know what we're working on and like a client of ours, um, you know, she's a devout Catholic, um, beautiful woman. And we were up in Minnesota and we found this beautiful um, arched uh, window from a, a, I think it was a Catholic church mm-hmm. somewhere. Yeah. I mean, we're talking like a floor to ceiling, not yes. that little. It's, yeah. it's, wow. It's, it's, it's a one of a kind, you know, kind of thing. And we were like, it was one of those things. We took a picture. We're like, it's now or never. Do you want it? And, you know, and she's the only one who's got it. So, yeah. and I think that's what we also um, try and still in our design clients is patience. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, a lot of people like to go into Ashley Home Furniture, which I'm, you know, it's fine. 
and buy the whole room, the whole set. Give me yeah. all those things. Yeah. I want the rug. I want this. I want that. I want the whatever, whatever, which is fine. If people right. like that. And that's immediate gratification. Mm. But neighbor two doors down could have the exact same thing. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, we're, we try and say, you know what, let's just, let's take our time, take a breath. Build it, it over time. Build it over time. Collect it, collect it over time. Yeah. Yeah. And then, then we can find pieces and they can find pieces. And we get texts all the time from our clients. Is this, is this cute or ugly? <laughs> <laughs> Yay or nay. Yay or nay. Yes yeah. or no. Yeah. yeah. And and we say the same thing to them. Like, you know, we're going to be honest with you. And, you know, if we put something in your house, you're like, yeah, that's not really my style. We're like, okay, you're not hurting our feelings. Like, yeah, right. yeah yes. this is where you live. And um, so... It's been fun, and we've really enjoyed it. Yeah, and it's just expanding and getting to exciting. So that's been a fun way to grow our business. And one of the things that we've done with these clients as well is when we do these local pop-up shops, because like we mentioned, we're on the road quite a bit. Last year, we did 20 shows around the country. I think the most we've done is 28. And I mean, it's crazy. Um, So we are gone a lot. So that's one of the things that we're finding is that people locally – or like, why can't I get to you more often? Or how can I get your products? And so these pop-up shops have been a great venue for helping design clients who don't. They'll. What we're finding is, if say it's a new client and they're like, okay, I saw your stuff and I love the look, but I don't know what I need. Like, I don't know what is yeah. it that I want. What is it I need? And maybe we haven't even been to their home yet. So we'll say, well, and they'll message us and we'll say, tell you what, come to the pop-up shop. You know, come up and tell us, you know, who you are and what you're looking for. And we're going to walk around the room with you. We're going to talk about the different things in your house or your room. And you can bring pictures and show us. And then we'll be like, okay, well, these things might be great things for you. And it might be one of those opportunities where you can't wait until we might come to your house three months from now because those things might be gone if they're antiques. So we might say, okay, these things will be great. Let's get these things for you now. And when we come to your house in three weeks or whatever it might be, then we'll put them in your home. Um, but I think people have really loved that part of it where they can walk through our collection with us and just have that one-on-one time. Um, and now that we're at Clay Terrace, it's super convenient. It's just an easy venue to get to. We used to do it out. I don't know if your friend Devin ever went to those at a barn in Zinesville, um, which was fun. We did that. (laughs) It is. It's a, it's, we had fire, we had a singer, like a bonfire. Okay. Yeah. And it's a really pretty barn. Um, but, and we had people coming from all over, from out of state coming to the barn sale, which was great. But the number one problem we ran into, I don't know if you could guess, would be the The parking. No, no, no smell. No, no animals. animals. The parking and the mud. Ah. Yeah. So you can't do anything about that. Right. So while the the venue is great and we love it, we still love it, we just found that we needed a more central location where we never had to worry about parking or mud ever again. Or restrooms. Or restrooms or, you know, <laughs> you know stuff like that. Yeah. Like, And it's a, a friend's private property, and we just didn't want their property getting ruined with cars and, you know. Yeah. So, um, so we're happy to be back at Clay Terrace, and we love the space, and the, obviously the parking's great. And bonus, it's right next door to Java House, which is our oh. – New favorite coffee place ever. <laughs> so too is uh, they're great to work with. Absolutely, you know, and they're right off the freeway. Yeah, and it's yeah, convenient. Convenient. So, they're yeah. close to home. Yeah. So it's been great. And for our listeners who might not know, what 
what is a pop-up shop? Like yeah. if someone hasn't heard of that and they're like, I'm not even sure like what that means. Like, can sure. you just explain what that is? Yeah. So basically when we started doing it, we would tell people that you, you know, we're going to do this event at the barn and we did like a couple of them and it would be like a day or two, a couple times a year, a couple times a year and it'd be a couple days and that was it. And what it's evolved into is, um, and there are a lot of companies that do this type of business model. And I think, honestly, in the world that we live in now, where the Internet is kind of taking away from store retail storefront, um, I think a lot of, like, lease companies or whomever who's leasing retail is realizing that the market is also demanding shorter-term leases for people who don't necessarily want to have full-time, you know, two- to five-year leases where um, there's a lot of risk involved there. So um, what we have done now is this will be our one, two, this will be our fourth. Yeah. Fourth pop up at Clay Terrace. And it it basically means that we move in and people never believe this when we tell them, but it's the God's honest truth. We move in on a Monday and we open the shop on a Wednesday and we literally had take three days to move everything from our barn where it's stored into the shop, set up a whole store and open up for business. And wow. it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Like in a house. So it's yeah. in an actual building. So we, yeah. yeah. Into so the actual building. Into the actual yeah. building. So what we do now is, so we have done, the past two pop-up shops have been in the same place in Clay Terrace. There's a space right next door to Java House in Clay Terrace. It's where, um, Oliver Twist. Oliver Twist used to be the stationary store. Oh, yeah. But yeah. Cafe Patichu, all, or Cafe Patichu, okay. Java House, then us. And so we move in and we open up the pop-up shop for a limited amount of time. So we're literally popping in for a limited amount of store hours and then we close and then we move on to the next event we're doing somewhere else in the country. So yeah. it's been, um, very fun to try different, you know, we've done a couple days. This time we're doing, last time we did, I don't know. It's a little longer. Three or four or five in the, for the holiday one. And this one is different that we're doing over a two week time period. So we're moving in and opening up the shop, um, from March 5th until the 15th, but we're also okay. doing two design seminars as a part of that, um, one on the 4th and the 11th. Kind of just a special little addition to our pop up and we can talk a little bit more about that. But, um, so we've been, so we lease the, the space for that amount of time and then we get to set our own store hours, which is great because we don't have to do mall hours. They've been super amazing with oh. us. We can do the hours that we want. Um, it create, yeah, and it creates a demand. Like, since they can't always get to us, they can't always come to our shop. You know, they can't see what we have. And on the flip side of that is, we're always changing and we are very conscious of, you know, we have one in March. We will not have those same products in May. So when you yeah. come back, you know, I mean, for the big pieces and, you know, like we definitely try and make everything new and fresh. Yeah. People see us again. So it's not like they're walking to the same tired store. Yeah. Yeah. That's and what, what we have found is, um, like I think Gretchen said, like, the demand that happens in that environment has been great for us because like we said before, you can't get to us normally. We don't have yeah, a full-time right. storefront. We have a limited amount of products available on our website, which we hope to expand, but they're not there quite yet. And, and then we might be in another state next week. So, yeah. um, huh. 
unless you're traveling, which we always invite people, you know, because we do it in a lot of fun cities. It's always a great road trip for girls so or women mm-hmm. and their friends. So if you can't make it to the Karma One, check out our website for our show schedule because we do <laughs> Nashville is super fun. We're always in Nashville. Oh, Nashville a ton. Love Nashville. Yeah. So, um, Who doesn't love Nashville? I know, right? <laughs> yeah. But um, so the pop-up, though, the only other thing I wanted to mention about the pop-up, um, we were notified in November by Indianapolis Monthly that we were named the best pop-up shop in Indiana in Indianapolis for 2019. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So that was super fun. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. So, so excited. <laughs> we were waiting for the parade. Yeah. Come down the street holding our plaque. Yeah. Yeah, we uh we bought the we bought multiple magazines. We're still waiting for the parade. (laughs) Yeah. So we have a little blurb in Indie Monthly magazine in their in their um December issue of the Best of Indie, and um which was great and super nice to to recognize us and uh, to have done. You you must be so proud. We were. We we still are. Yeah, we're we're excited, and I think that just. That just really what it was is recognition that what we're doing, we're doing it well. Like it's being well received. Uh, yeah. It, it yeah. goes back to what happened at Midland Antiques when we first started, right? Yeah. Like we we're sold. Yeah, people are buying your stuff. Like sold two hundred eighty dollars, but we're like, wow, people like what we picked out of nowhere. You know, right. there's no roadmap yeah. to doing what we're doing. It literally comes out of Gretchen's and my imagination and what we think we like and what people would like like we don't sell anything that we wouldn't use ourselves and i think Uh, very um we've tried (laughs) we've tried to sell ugly things or whatever things that we're not into we're like well somebody else is into it we're like your passion isn't into it yeah yeah you can't sell that you don't want it to represent your name or your brand like if it's not you can't stand behind it then just don't do it yeah so that's what was really the most exciting about the indie monthly recognition is that you know people have liked what we're doing and I hope they continue to. Um, and we're doing another one in May at Clay, or at Clay Terrace in location. It's actually the week of mother's day. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. So people can bring their moms and do the a little same thing last year. Yeah. And it was fun. It was really fun. A lot of people brought their moms. Um, and it's actually, like, I think it's over Cinco de Mayo. It's also over Cinco yeah. de Mayo. <laughs> well, which okay. is my favorite holiday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> around some fun design seminar ideas having to do with fun drinks and Cinco de Mayo, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. And, and like putting fun charcuterie boards together for Cinco for like de Mayo. Holi- for like summer entertaining, like what that would look like, you know, just stuff like that. So Yeah, that's really fun. Yeah. So you mentioned you mentioned the design seminar, which is so cool. Have you done this before, or is this something? Yeah. Different? Like what what would people expect to learn from the seminar? So we this will be our third design seminar. Okay. We did one in September and then one in November for our holiday pop up, and I think it came out of what people have said to us over and over is like how do I put this? In how do house? I? What, yeah. Okay, I like this basket. Now what do I do with it? Or you know, those things look great in here, but I don't know how to put it all together. And I think we hear that so much that we thought, oh, let's just do an event where a limited number of people, because it's just not enough space for a ton of people, can come in and we can just say, okay, let's say we take these five things and you really liked them. Let's put it together on a table and make it beautiful tablescape. We'll or, show you how to do it. Yeah, we literally. So like what we've done in these past couple of ones is we'll set a table. We'll have a whole table set up with a 
plates and the whole shebang with um, centerpieces and whatnot, and we'll say, okay, this is this, this, this. And we'll literally clear the whole table off and start completely over with totally different products and say, okay, now let's try it like this. Do it this way. That sounds fun. Yeah, it's been really fun. And we did, for the holiday one, we did um, a mantle. mantle. We like, mm-hmm. okay, let's put oh. this in the mantle. Let's take it back down. Let's do something else in the mantle. Take it back down. Um, just like things that you'd put like on a sideboard, not necessarily like your kitchen table, but like on a side table in your house. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it was good too because people were like, my, you know, like my mantle's not as wide as that. Or right. my, you know, my, the distance from my mantle to my ceiling isn't wide. Like it, it brought um, conversation. Right. Yeah. That yeah. other people could be like, you know, what do I put? It? I bought a dough bowl because that everybody has a dough bowl. But now what? What do I yeah. do with it? What do I put in it? What do I do for this season? What do I do for that season? Right. Um, and I think, you know, honest to be honest, like when we first did it, Gretchen and I were like, oh my gosh, we're about to talk. You know, like you don't know how it's going to be received. And um, it was so amazing. It was so fun. We had when we served cocktails and appetizers and. Um, the women, you know, were either standing around or looking around and um, were very sitting relaxed, there, very relaxed. Who we are, anyway. Yeah, and they were they were taking notes and they were asking great questions and we were talking about things. And then one, of, I think, the highlights of the evening for a lot of people, and I know it would be, it's how Gretchen and I are when we go to things. Is you also get early bird shopping. You get the first. Dibs. You get the first dibs. So, like I said. Our, the pop-up opens to the public on March 5th. Well, our design seminar is on the evening of March 4th yeah. from 7 to 9 p.m. So the shop has literally not been touched by anyone. So you literally get the very first opportunity to buy things in addition to the design seminar. And um, what happened, like, for example, when we did the, no- the one in November for the holiday, yeah. we, sold out, we sold out. The tickets are available on our website, by the way. That's how you buy them. That's what uh, I was going to ask. How does yeah. someone get so that? They're available on our website for the two different dates, the March 4th and the March 11th date, and they're $25 a ticket. Um, it's from 7 to 9 p.m. both those evenings, and there's a limit of 40 people per evening. And okay. the reason we did two this time for the 4th and the 11th is we sold out for the holiday one, and we had a waiting list. And what we found is that, you know, people, you know, couldn't make it or – for that other one, but they really wanted to come or, we, and then we had, then we were just sold out. We just didn't have enough room to add more people. So yeah. we're this time around that there's just more opportunity for people. Cause now there's 80 slots, two mm-hmm. different nights. Right. Um, I hope it provides more opportunity for people. Um, and same thing with the early bird shopping and we're doing this time spring decorating, which I think everybody is ready for something fresh and new and yes, inspiration. Cause Thank God the sun's been out today, but <laughs> yesterday, gray, so sad and gray. So yeah. um, so we're excited to just show everyone our new spring collection and then give them ideas of things they can do in their home this time around. So one of the things we're doing is, I'll just give you some ideas of what we're going to be talking about. We're doing bookcase styling, which is like a hot thing that our clients love us to do when they go in their homes. Like, you know, I just have... Built it like they're built like built in bookcases or, or whatever it might be, any type of mm-hmm. hutch or a cabinet or a bookcase or whatever that might be. And they're like, I they have these collections of things that they don't know what to do with, or they have photos they don't know how to display them, or literally their library of their books or whatever that might be. And so, we're going to do a little demonstration on a bookcase of ways you can style bookcases with unique items with your collections, with your books, things like that. So we're going to do one of those. Without making it look cluttered. I yeah. think that's what happens. Clean I think it just and looks, 
Yeah. Without the clutter look. Yeah. yeah. And Gretchen is very good at it. She actually has come and done mine before just because I needed a fresh eye on them. Um, so we're going to do that and, um, we're going to do a cool dough bowl thing. Oh yeah. I'll let Gretchen sell, sell that one. Well, I don't want to give it away. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> we're not going to give it away. Mystery. I think we might do a little video teaser in the next couple yeah. of days. But yeah, it's, there you it's, go. it's a new way of uh, displaying your dough bowls. And it is so cute, girl. Yeah. Ladies, it's so cute. And you know, well, <laughs> and That's so fun. But, you know, I feel like now um, everybody, well, especially going into spring, but I feel like it's super trending right now anyway, is to have just pretty plants and different yeah. unique kind of plants. Yeah. 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 Uh, so we're going to show just a cool way to display those in your dough bowl without just sitting them in there in the pot mm-hmm. kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. Um, and using plants. So one of the cool products um, that we carry spring and fall every year for maybe the past four, four years. years is we buy the most amazing plants from um, a grower directly that you can't find locally. Um, and, we just literally picked them up yesterday, actually, for the March pop-up. And so we're going to show people, you know, same thing with plants. How can you use plants in your design? Yeah. Uh, and they're just stunning. We have olive plants. We, we have lime trees. lime trees this time. We have um, rosemary plants, angel vine, succulents. succulents, just. Wow. Um, I'm trying to think of the other ones. They're all in my house. <laughs> I'll really get in here. You're surrounded by them. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so we're going to be doing those and showing people, you know, ways you can do that as well. So it's going to be fun. It'll be just a fun evening of we'll have another cocktail. It'll just be relaxed and hopefully everybody enjoys it. Yeah, that yeah. sounds a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, One of our listeners, and so as we just kind of start to wrap it up, and I'm just so excited to go follow you more and just go to these pop-ups <laughs> and just, like, see in person. Um, I'm just grateful that we live near you guys, that we can come do that. But awesome. our listener, Angelica, and I'm sorry if I said her name wrong, she asked, for what in your life do you feel most grateful for? Oh, well, I'm definitely going to save my family. Yeah. My Gretchen uh, would say the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. We actually, I wish we could although we're not ready to be seen on video right now because it's late at night and we have no pretty clothes on. But right, what's sitting on our desk right now is, and I hope I don't cry through it, is a picture, literally, as we're sitting at my desk, there's a picture of our dad who's wearing a Hoosier sister hat. Oh. And um, it was on a picking trip that we took him up north to the Amish, which he'd been asking for a long time to go with us. Well, our our dad yeah. was he uh, yeah. worked for J.C. Penney's forever. He started working there when he was what eighteen, nineteen, and retired there when he was fifty five. So okay. he he was retail through and through. through. Everything was retail. Yeah. So um, and he everybody was a friend. He was a talker, talker, talker. Um, so we lost him two and a half years ago. Um, so we. Are a very very close family, yeah. uh, which is you know it's all our husbands are all in it, our kids are in it. I mean we I mean we make candles, we have a candle line. Um, our kids help make you know help us make the candles. They put the labels on the bags. I mean it is they, the teenagers help us move in and out of our wherever we're you know in and out. Yeah. We load a lot of trucks, 
and unload a lot of trucks. And it's a lot of physical yeah. labor and our kids help with that. And, and I, you know, and I think it's, um, it's nice because Heidi and I are the only, you know, and our mom and our mom too, she'll make runners for us and pillows. And it's nice, I think, to see in a world full, full, in our world full of men and young yeah. men. Yeah. That we are strong businesswomen and we yeah. can out and, um, oh my gosh, her dad would be so proud. He was our biggest fan. Yeah. Like yeah. literally, and I'm, this is no joke. There'll be people that'll come into the shop and they'll be like, yeah, I'm the pharmacist in Kokomo and your dad told me about you. <laughs> I mean, to that point, like he literally told strangers, like yeah. he couldn't say enough about us and because yeah. he was so yeah. proud and, and really in the past two years as our business has really kind of exploded and in so many different ways. Like I was thinking the other day, like if he saw, cause what we do, one of the cool things at Clay Terrace is we have signage on the windows, like permanent, almost permanent signage and it looks like we are there all the time. And I think if you were to walk up and see our Hoosier sister signage on a storefront in a in clay terrace, oh, he would burst. Yeah. He would he would be <laughs> sobbing on the sidewalk with yeah. just pride. And so I think you know to continue that and make him proud. And there's been so many times that I wish I could have called him, like, oh my gosh, I've got we've got this business dilemma. Like, who can I ask? And my instinct would be like to ask him. And and we're sad that we don't have that anymore, but recognize that we're you know we're working hard, and that's really what he taught us to do is. Yeah. Hard and stay true to ourselves and and bring our families into all of it. And I think losing him really gave us perspective on how fragile everything is and how yeah. we can't take our family for granted and our kids and our that husbands. That was a sudden thing, it wasn't. Yeah. And and our mom and our brother and you know, so that's really the number one thing for both of us. And that's the great thing too about our business is that while it is demanding, we all we're in charge of it. You know, we say what we're doing and we say, you know, how much or how far or whatever it is we're going to do. Right. And sometimes yeah. our families sacrifice for that and sometimes they reap the benefit of that. So, um, but like Gretchen said, at the end of the day, our sons are learning, you know, what it takes to be an entrepreneur and how hard you have to work. And, and we have fun. They love to come into the pop-up shop. I guarantee if anyone <laughs> comes into the pop-up shop at Glade Terrace on any given day, you'll probably see us and one of our sons. Yeah. Coming in behind the register doing Running something. Running the register. Everybody doing something. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I will be leaving my sons at home because they will be <laughs> running and destroying yeah. things. You can bring <laughs> There's nothing that can. Everyone always says that they bring in their kids. are like, oh. Yeah, we're, we're, like, we're like, we had six boys. Listen, nothing phases us. Nothing yeah. phases us. <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, something we love to ask our guests on our show, um, because you ladies are very busy with so many things in your life. What is something you like to do for yourself to unwind after a busy day or a busy week to take care of you? Good question. Have a gin and tonic. (laughs) (laughs) She literally has one sitting here right (laughs) There you go. Why do you think I bought a lime tree? Oh, man. When we have time and we're committed to it, we work out at Burn Boot Camp uh, over on uh, Old Meridian. Yeah. It has been amazing. Um, We fell off the wagon this fall because we were on the road constantly, which made that kind of impossible. But that's just super life-giving and being around that community. Um, I think we have such a strong village of friends. We are, I mean, we eat dinner with them constantly we are 
you know, our kids are always interchanged with them. Um, I think that's, and you know, they'll come over and they'll help us unload. They help us set things up. They, they're, you say I need something there, there. Like I think our friend network is phenomenal. Oh yeah. When we had our pop-up shop, the holiday one, we were about to do the design seminar, and two hours before, my youngest son had to go to the emergency room with possible appendicitis. Uh-huh. And Gretchen looked at me like, oh, my gosh, like we're opening this literally the opening night. We had a VIP event and then we had a design seminar and I had to go to the ER. And so I literally got on our phones and we're just texting this particular group of friends and just said, can anybody help? What can you do? You know, anything like an hour, half an hour, whatever. And I was able to make it back for the design seminar. But when I got there, there were at least I don't even know. A lot of our friends there helping, you know, check people out, helping them get their merchandise together, talking to people, just running the show when I couldn't be there, which was so amazing. Yeah. And I think, too, I think you just have to and I think we do a good job of this. We just surround ourselves with genuine people. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's life is so it's we've learned this, you know, obviously with our dad. And if you've seen somebody sick or whatever it is, it's so fragile and it could be gone in two seconds and. You know, in the end, this is a business, um, and we do we ch- we cherish the time. And we, when we get together and and with the family, with just our kids, um, I think we try not to talk about business. You know, because you know we are sisters, and it could run our lives. We could talk about it constantly, um, but it's nice just to. And we do we see each other. I mean, our families see each other every day. Yeah. So, and it's it's huge. It's the blessing for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're still friends. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, and you get along. <laughs> People ask us that a lot, like you know, what is it like right. to work with your sister? And that's a really good question because yeah. sometimes it's not easy. Like you yeah. know, you're gonna butt heads, and we do. Yeah. But it's kind of like a marriage, really, truly. Like you might fight, and then you're gonna be like, I'm just gonna give her a day or and two, and then you get over it, and then you and move then it's on. Fine. Because you're always going to be sisters, and that thing is going to pass, whatever that might be, and you work it out. So, yeah. yeah. Mm, that's awesome. Yeah. So where can our listeners follow you, ladies? If they well, want to know more information and follow you, where can they do that? Everywhere. <laughs> we are everywhere. So our main source is Instagram and Facebook. So we're just literally the word, who's your sister? Both Instagram and Facebook. We're also on Twitter. We also are on Pinterest. We have um, a YouTube channel that you can also follow. Not much on there, but it's, there's, we're starting, we're starting that one. There's one video on there right now. Um, we're going to increase that more with some design videos, um, bring just some new offerings to people where they can be a one-stop place to find, like, inspiration or ideas of things that we're doing. Um, Hoosiersister.com. And then Hoosiersister.com is our website. So that's where you'd find like find our show schedule of where we're going to be, the hours of our pop up shop. Um, you can buy our merchandise on there. It was an online store as well. Um, the number one thing we sell on our website are our candles. Um, we hand make our candles. We started doing this about probably four years ago, and we've kind of evolved it over time. And it's been a hugely successful part of our business. Um, we have every season we have a different line that we do um, of fall and winter and then a spring and summer line we have really cool concrete pots and really fresh white ones that we're offering this spring um 
And so those are available on our website. We ship those all over the country. They're also found in boutiques across the country. We wholesale them to small businesses all over the country. Oh, Um, awesome. Yeah, and then um, there's some other, like, jewelry and some other products that are available on the website. And then you can buy the design seminar tickets on there. Um, You can find out about our design services if you're interested in hiring us to do some design services. There's a contact us form on there. You can reach us. Um, We put a flyer in every Starbucks. Do you? <laughs> we're promoting the pop-up right now. It's our number one job. So That's right. Um, we're all over the place. But we hope to continue to, you know, we're trying to make those outlets what we would want to watch. Like, you know, when we're scrolling through right. Instagram or Facebook, what would be interesting to us? And we're trying to do that more and more, not just say, you know, come see us, but, like, give people an, an insight into what we do. And it's hilarious because when we are on the road, and I, we forget this, that we are putting out a lot of stuff to the world on our social media channels. And someone will come up to us and be like, so how is your son doing? And we're like, huh? <laughs> like, how do you know well, that? Like, how do you know like, about him? <laughs> story when you talked about him and the thing, whatever, you know, or right. the blank. I and, think that's just a product of today's. Yeah, but yeah. even, you know, getting used to that. Like, And it's been so cool to have those dialogues with people who are really, who are paying attention and want to know what we're doing and seeing and um and seeing like where our stuff comes from because you know it doesn't just come out of a box somewhere it comes from somewhere we sourced it and right. so it's really fun and I think you know if people would follow us that way they're gonna find anything that we put on Instagram or um, Facebook is kind of linking to all the other ones but um, so yeah awesome Great. well we can't wait to support you guys and to share oh, about you and thanks we'll definitely come to your pop up shop I can't wait and. I'll have to convince my husband, like, this is what our tax refund money could go to. <laughs> <laughs> you should find it. Oh, we could have done a tax this thing. Is, this yeah. is so funny. I was at uh, Sun King, actually, the other day, and there was a client there that I recognized. <laughs> this is hilarious. And, you know, I didn't, she didn't see me, in, but I saw her, and then we were outside, and, you know, our kids running around like crazy anyway. And she came out, and she said, I said, hey, how are you? And she said, good. She said, I'm sitting across from my husband. And he said, do I know her? And she says, no, you don't know her. I know her, but we're not going to talk about her. And she said, I think it out of the conversation fast enough because I didn't want him to link it with something that I would be buying or uh, something that had been bought that he didn't know had been bought. Yeah. Hilarious. Yeah, that is funny. Well, thank you ladies so much for sharing your story with us. It was fun to chat with you. you do. We could talk for days, as you can see. <laughs> we appreciate it. We love talking about it, and um, it's been a fun venture for us. So we're excited yeah, to see yeah. what comes up. Yeah. Well, Heidi well, and Gretchen, we hope you have a great week with all your boys and as you prepare for the pop-up shop. And we are just so grateful that you gave us some time and can't wait to share you with everyone. Thank, thank you. Thank, thank you, you guys. Thanks. Have a good night. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye.